From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast. It is Tuesday, July 26th, 2022. For the Ohio News Network, I'm Kate Burdett. A Hardin County man will likely spend the rest of his life in prison. That was the decision of a judge in the case of Charles Castle, who was convicted of kidnapping, rape, and numerous other crimes against a seven-year-old girl. ONN's Tino Ramos was in the courtroom when the sentence was handed down. The judge said it was the worst case he's ever seen in his career. Charles Castle walked into the courtroom to be sentenced today. Castle was found guilty last week on 16 counts. Prosecutors say Castle took the seven-year-old girl from her Kenton home. In the courtroom, Castle showed little emotion. Now, the victim did have a statement, a message of sorts to Castle. It said, go die. The judge sentenced Castle to 10 years to life, plus 35 years. He will start serving that sentence immediately. In Hardin County, Tino Ramos. Police in Northeast Ohio's Lorain County are releasing more information about an officer-involved shooting. ONN's Dave Chodowski in Cleveland has the story. Wellington police released new body camera video of the moment officers shot a man during a disturbance call Saturday night. The man has been identified as 37-year-old Scott Baker. Police say they've been to his house 19 times since October, including for mental health calls. This time, when police arrived, Baker was throwing items and came out of the house with a knife. An officer tried to tase him after telling him to drop it. When he did not listen, she shot him. The officer then administered first aid until more help arrived. Dave Chudowski. Authorities say a medical helicopter responding to the scene of a fatal accident in southwestern Ohio crashed when it apparently hit some power lines. ONN's Dave James reports. It was not immediately clear how many people were aboard the helicopter when it went down early this morning about 10 miles north of Hamilton or if any of them were injured. The helicopter was responding to a two-vehicle accident that occurred around 4.15 this morning in Milford Township. The helicopter crash occurred a short time later. Authorities say one person was killed in the vehicle crash and three others were injured. The cause of that accident remains under investigation. Dave James, ONN News. In Columbus, the man accused of raping and impregnating a young girl who had to go to Indiana for an abortion due to Ohio's heartbeat law was in court yesterday. ONN's Bennett Haberly has more. Garrison Fuentes' appearance in court was done via a video feed for this arraignment today. He had a Spanish-speaking interpreter there in court. The prosecutors have asked that he be held on no bond. I did ask the attorney if Fuentes is aware of how this criminal case in particular has become such a flashpoint in that ongoing conversation about abortion in our country. I certainly do think it is a shame that this situation has turned into a political football that's being kicked around by a lot of people for their own benefit rather than sort of focusing on the facts of what may or may not have happened here. Again, Fuentes is being held on no bond. If convicted, he could face life in prison. Outside the Franklin County Courthouse, Bennett Haverly. Toledo Police and the U.S. Marshals Service have wrapped up Operation Triple Beam, a two-month effort targeting gun violence and gang activity in the city. ONN's Kaylee Marantet breaks it down. During this operation, there were 127 arrests made. Toledo Police Chief George Crawl says these are violent fugitives who have caused problems in the past, such as involvements in a shooting or gun charges. 78 illegal guns were also obtained, as well as narcotics estimated at $150,000. Another 122 people were charged with felonies, ranging from things such as drug charges or stolen vehicles during the operation as well. Toledo, Kaylee Marantet. 
Action is expected in the U.S. Senate this week on the CHIPS Act, which would provide $52 billion to subsidize computer chip making and research in the U.S. It would boost Intel's proposal for a multi-billion dollar development in suburban Columbus. Ohio's U.S. Senator Sherrod Brown took to the Senate floor yesterday to encourage his colleagues to pass the bill. We need to bring that production back home. That's what this bill is all about. Investing more in America, making more in America, particularly the most critical inputs that cause the most problems right now, like semiconductors. Researchers are now finding some people who recover from COVID-19 are experiencing adverse mental health symptoms. ONN's Amanda Fay in Toledo has more with Mercy Health psychiatrist Dr. Rajiv Parinja. Researchers at Mercy Health found those who were admitted to the ICU due to COVID may now be experiencing PTSD. We sat down with a psychiatrist who explains the long-term effects of COVID on our mental health. Uh, you know, people enter uh, all uh, sort of gowned up, dressed up, and you're having an interaction which is quite different from what you might have um, if you didn't have COVID-19 and you were not in an ICU where you would see a nurse face to face with just a mask on. So, you know, it, it is scary. Now, if you are a COVID-19 survivor and you are constantly reliving the events through flashbacks, nightmares and involuntary memories, you should reach out for help and tell your doctor. I'm Amanda Fay. Walmart is lowering its profit outlook for its fiscal second quarter and for the full year. Here's ONN's Angela Ann. The nation's largest retailer cites surging inflation on basics like food that is making shoppers cut back on discretionary items, particularly clothing, that carry higher profit margins. That consumer behavior is forcing the Arkansas-based company to step up discounts on general merchandise items to move inventory. Walmart has 146 stores in Ohio. Angela Ann, ONN News. The Cincinnati Bengals have begun training camp coming off last year's surprise Super Bowl appearance. ONN's Adam King has more with head coach Zach Taylor. The defending AFC champions with expectations they haven't had in decades. We've got to turn the page and focus on a new year. What happened last year, we'll take some of those experiences and let them make us a better football team. But at the same time, we've got to really turn the page and approach 2022 as a new year. So we really got to start over in a lot of ways this training camp and make sure that we leave no stone unturned as we, as we continue our quest towards a great 2022 season. I'm Adam King. And the Ohio State Fair opens to the public tomorrow for the first time since before the COVID-19 pandemic. The much-anticipated butter sculptures were unveiled, and they are a tribute to the fair's agricultural history. Fair organizers say the more than 2,500-pound creation is the largest butter sculpture display in the fair's history. Special thanks to our affiliates, WBNS-TV in Columbus, WTOL-TV in Toledo, and WKYC-TV in Cleveland for their contributions to today's podcast. I'm Kate Burdett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.